Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcast. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me on Women in Ministry TV broadcast Facebook Live and Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through Women in Ministry TV. <clears throat> Devotions with Deanna was created as one of the solutions to support busy leaders. Leaders are on a tight schedule and must be creative when it comes time to reading and meditating on God's word. My prayer is that you will be inspired to become a person after God's own heart and your strength will be renewed. So let me ask you a couple questions today. As a leader, do you find it difficult to ask for help? Do you fear being seen as weak or incapable if you ask for help? Do you fear being vulnerable? And more specifically, do you especially find it difficult to ask God for help? <clears throat> In my searches on Google, I was just searching um, do, how do leaders, do leaders ask for help? And according to various articles on Google, I discovered the strongest leaders don't have an issue with asking for help. They know how to ask for help and they are not afraid to ask for help. However, when approaching God for help, the strongest leader may find it very difficult. Fear and vulnerability can be stifling. Here is the key to remember, God created you. He already knows your strengths and your weaknesses. He also already knows what you need before you even ask him. Often when our requests don't get answered the way we think it should or not in a timely fashion, ha, I laugh at this because by the way, God is always on time. We may think, oh, it's the 11th hour and God has not asked us or not answered us and but he never fails. He is always, always, always on time. So when we have these occurrences over our, lot, our life, we tend to draw false conclusions about God. God does not love me. God is rejecting me. There is no joy in God's will. So why ask? I must not have any faith. My faith needs to grow and I don't know how to grow my faith. Regardless of your view of God, he is approachable and he is waiting for you to come to him and ask for help. So today I want to share with you three ways to approach God and ask him for help. There's two scriptures I want to bring to your um, attention that can be found. In, the first one is Matthew 7, 7 through 11. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? The sex, second scripture 
I'd like to bring your attention to is 1 John 5, 14 through 15. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So here are the three approaches, um, easy approaches to go to God and ask him for help. Number one, approach and ask him appropriately. A great example can be found in Luke 11, 1 through 4. And it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. And this is Jesus we're talking about. And it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our father in heaven, hallowed be not, but be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> Give us this day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so this is a great example to approach God and ask him what we need <clears throat> appropriately. Three things when we go to, to approach God appropriately Number one, recognize God's authority. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Sorry. So God is sovereign and he reigns and rules over all of creation. He created you with a plan and purpose and God's power and authority is to be respected and he deserves our reverence. Number two, approach God in humility. Humility is obviously the opposite of pride. As a leader, you may request and sometimes demand others to meet needs in your business, in the business world. When approaching God, though, it's best to remember the one who needs cannot demand of the one who gives. You can humbly go to him and ask. The third point to remember is ask according to his will. Okay, a lot of people ask, well, what is his will? I don't know what his will is. Okay, here's a here's a clue. <laughs> By reading and studying his word, make it a priority to get to know him, get to know his character, get to know his plan and purpose for not only your life, your family's life, and your and the plan and purpose for your business. So the second way to approach um God and ask him for your needs are is number two, approach and ask him specifically. God is definitely in the details. There are many things you can go to go to God and ask for help on, such as any kind of physical, emotional, spiritual needs. You can go to him when you when there's times of rejoicing, there's times of suffering. But today I just want to touch on you can go to God and ask him specifically for guidance in your daily decisions. 
Your day most likely consists of a great deal of quick decision making with no time to waste. To pause and ask God for help can seem impossible. I challenge you to take the necessary time to get to know God on a whole new level. Read and study his word. When you have that intimate connection with God, the fear and intimidation of approaching him and asking for guidance in important daily decisions will diminish. And ultimately, it's all about the relationship, your relationship with God, so that you are so tightly woven with, with the Lord and you know him, you know his character, and you know that he will always answer you, even if it's at the 11th hour, he's going to answer you. But you know him so well that you are okay in the waiting. You are okay when you go to approach him. The third thing to remember, or the way to approach him, is approach and ask him fervently. Um, there's a parable of a persistent widow that I want to read to you, and it's found in Luke 18, 1 through 8. Then he spoke a parable to them that men also ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, there was, a, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, city and she came to him saying, Get justice for me for my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? There are three requirements or three things you want to remember when you're fervently going to ask God for help. Number one, it requires faith that God has the ability to answer you and he will answer you. Faith is, in, is, com, is complete trust in God where unbelief does not exist. Unbelief denies that God can do that which is humanly impossible. We read in Mark 9, 23 20 through 24, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Or Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And this was the father of the child that was demon possessed and Jesus delivered the son. So, Lord, we can go to him um, even if we if we have faith, but there's still that, you know, little part of us that has that unbelief. Go to him and ask him, Lord, I believe I believe you can do this. But there's just a part of me that has just a little smidget of unbelief. Help my unbelief. 
So number, the second thing that we want to remember when fervently asking God for help is um, having confidence in his willingness to answer. James 1, 6 through 8 says, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. When we doubt, it is destructive. Doubt questions if God is willing to answer. Of course he is willing to answer. God is not trying to keep his plans and purposes hidden from you. He is really more concerned about the relationship, the relationship between you and him. And then when we go to him and we study about him and we get to know him, then we can go to him and ask him, okay, what is your plan and purpose for my life? And he is, he will reveal that to you. The other thing we want to remember is um, when fervently asking God for help, this requires determination for receiving his answer. When you have preconceived conclusions of how or when God answers, discouragement is going to follow. Then discouragement leads to mistrust in his wisdom. We are reminded in Psalms 1830, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. As I close today, I want to invite you to boldly go to the Lord and ask him for help. <clears throat> Hebrews 14, 16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of in find grace to help in time of need. I'm going to close close us out in prayer. And then I'll have closing remarks. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the ones that are watching today. Lord, I know that um, there are strong leaders and they don't have a they don't have an issue with asking for help. But when we are talking about God and spiritual things, sometimes this is a this is a source where I'm, I just can't go to God. Look what I've done in my life or um I'm scared, you know, he's going to judge me or I'm scared his will is not going to be exciting and fun. Lord, I pray that all these preconceived ideas that um, people have, that you would just dispel them and show them your loving nature, your kind, your good heart that you and your plans and your purpose for their life. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Lord, I pray that today would be the day and that they would go out and find a person either through this ministry or Women in Ministry TV broadcasts, any of the ministers on here to lead them through that prayer. And Lord, I thank you for this time. Go with us this week. Help us to um, humbly come before you and ask you for help when we need it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, friends, for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast, YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel or podcast. 
every Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. I will be uploading this broadcast to my podcast. And if you have spe um, specific prayer requests you would like me to pray for, you can send me an email at Deanna at devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. Have a great and wonderful day. God bless.